Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Are you weighed down by the current events happening in our world? It can be disheartening, but Pastor J.D. will encourage you to have hope in something greater. In today's message, Pastor J.D. will provide you with a detailed prophetic timeline regarding Bible prophecy. He'll urge you to put your hope in Jesus above all else as we face the end times. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on March 14th. 2021. At the end of the interview, Dr. Tenpenny was asked the following question. I know several people in my neighborhood who have got the vaccine and have talked about those same side effects that you mentioned. And so it's natural to worry about them. What advice would you give to people who've gotten these vaccines and are now getting this information and they're scared? What would you say to them? Dr. Tenpenny's response, quote, Well, it's a disturbing answer that you don't want to hear. With the types of things that this injection does, binding the spike protein to the surface of your cells, making an antibody, which means you're sensitized to that forever, this genetic bite, through a process called transfection, binding spike protein to all your cells. Once you've been vaccinated, you cannot become unvaccinated. A lot of the other vaccines, people want to know what they can do to detox from the mercury or the aluminum or the viruses. This is an irreversible thing once you've made that decision. I can't tell you how many people say, I don't want to hear about it, just give me the shot. I want to be back to the convenience in my life. So you're changing, exchanging a lifetime of probable illness, possibly even death, so you can have that convenience and get on an airplane and go to the store. People really need to know about this. I've done over 400 interviews in the last year about this. I haven't been quiet about it, and neither have a lot of other people. And then she says this, quote, People really need to put their lives in God's hands, and not in the hands of a pharmaceutical. So this last week I spent some time seeking the Lord and reflecting on all of the prophecy updates over the last year since March of 2020. And 
I, I hope you know that I owe many of you a profound debt of gratitude for all the information that you've sent me over the last year. I have learned so much, so much so that I find myself thinking about that well-known saying of, if only I'd had known then what I know now. And I'm not just talking about the last year, I'm talking about, man, when our kids were born. I share that to say this, were it not for COVID-19, I would have never known the truth about vaccines. As I've shared in the past, this hits close to home for me, now that I know the truth about vaccine injuries. I'll take it a step further and say that had the Lord not opened my eyes to this truth, I too would have been deceived about this evil, I would even say demonic, satanic coronavirus vaccine. The online member writes, Pastor J.D., I'm a 39-year-old wife and mother of four children, ages 13, 11, 9, and 5. I faithfully began listening to your updates each Sunday last July. I embraced your bold style immediately, and perhaps unlike the majority of new listeners, had no cognitive dissonance to overcome in regard to the corruption of the pharmaceutical industry and vaccine makers in particular. My second-born and only son, now 11, was a thriving toddler who through footballs, spoke early, was breastfed and nurtured well at home. That was all before he turned 18 months and received several shots at once, including the MMR. As you have undoubtedly heard these accounts before, I'll save the details and just sum it up by saying he regressed in development, got sick for months with respiratory viruses, and was never the same, resulting in a diagnosis of ASD, Autism Spectrum Disorder, when he was four. With that diagnosis, doctors leave you little hope for your child living full lives and warn against having more children as they might have the same genes. We went on to do our own research and could not believe how vaccine companies have zero liability. Uh, we talked about that in an update last year. It was the act of 1986 that President, then President Ronald Reagan signed that held harmless, no liability for pharmaceutical companies with vaccine injuries. You cannot sue the vaccine uh, producer. You cannot sue the pharmaceutical company. She goes on, how safety studies have never been truly done, how so many mothers have been told they are crazy for correlating vaccines to their children's developmental disorders and medical conditions. We went on to have two more healthy daughters who have not had a vaccine and have been the healthiest, brightest children. They've never required antibiotics or even a sick day from school. Incredible immune systems 
designed from God and undefiled from toxins. Meanwhile, our son continues to bring us to our knees with grief and weary hearts. Despite my husband working two jobs to pay for his therapy and natural supplements, he continues to present with very challenging behaviors. COVID-19 school closures and other parts of his essential routine changing have made him decline further. He's such a sweet soul who loves worship music and still loves veggie tales. We pray daily that God will give him a sound mind and keep him safe. It grieves my heart to see him struggle. It's heartbreaking to hear people, many within the church, say it's poor parenting. I felt compelled to share this with you because your updates have brought me true hope. Hope that Jesus will soon return and restore my son. Hope that truth will prevail. Hope that pastors like you are awake to the darkness around us and not afraid to warn the masses. I'm praying that God will continue to use your ministry to encourage those like me who need to remember that soon and very soon these temporary troubles will be over and we will rest in His arms. Thank you, Pastor J.D. You are truly a blessing to those of us who feel unheard and overwhelmed by this corrupt world. Can't wait to meet you soon. So after receiving this email, I talked with Jimmy. He's our amazing drummer on our worship team. And I asked him about this. I even shared the email with him because it reads almost verbatim like their story. As many of you know, Jimmy and Tammy's son Noah, who by the way turns 18, I can't believe it. When I first met him, he was just very young. He's going to be 18 years old. Well, he was diagnosed with autism after being vaccinated. They have given me permission to share this with the hopes that it will be an encouragement to the many like them and online members like the one I just shared the email with. Here's part of a text Jimmy sent me. Thank you, Pastor J.D., for sharing that letter. Now my mascara is running again. It's all good. Not that we men wear mascara. It's a, you had to, it's an inside thing. Okay. My heart goes out to that sister and her family. What she wrote to you was pretty much our family experience. The Holy Spirit showed me that I don't need a normal son to experience a loving relationship with him, but to just love on him, even though he puts me, Tammy, and my daughters in challenging situations with his behavior issues and is not able to adequately communicate with us. We love him so much. We thank God so much for bringing Noah into our lives and that God chose us to be his family. Just like that sister's son, Noah loves his praise and worship music and videos. Okay, here's the bottom line. This COVID-19 vaccine, which is not even a vaccine, is, I believe, going to be the final nail in the proverbial coffin of the world's population. And if this weren't bad enough, not only will it end in countless deaths, 
at such a time as it becomes the mark of the beast in the seven-year tribulation, it will end in the population's damnation for all eternity. Now, let me hasten to say, does this mean that Christians who have already taken the vaccine have lost their salvation? Absolutely not. If you're born again, you cannot be unborn again. And again, we talked about this in decision time and decision time two. We answered every single one of these questions and then some. One last thing. You'll forgive the strength with which I say this, but the swiftness with which the vaccination is moving is nothing shy of chilling. Would you agree? I think the question we need to ask ourselves is that of Operation Warp Speed being just that, warp speed, by virtue of how quickly it's happening. Now, here's another question, and I want you to think this through with me, and we'll bring it in for a close. If everything that's happened, and is happening, in just the span of a few months, is any indication, then I ask you, how close are we really? You've got all the peace agreements in place, just waiting at the ready. You have Iran and Russia and Turkey at the ready in Syria to invade Israel. You have Israel that is, I mean, the prosperous envy of the entire world in just about every arena economically, especially now with this oil. You have Saudi Arabia and the Arab states, exactly as we're told in Ezekiel 38, that are doing exactly what we were told they would do. And it's like this. It's, it's, I use this expression, you'll forgive me, it's like we're a gnat's eyebrow away. And yes, gnats have eyebrows, in case you were wondering. That's how close we are. And the next event is going to be the rapture. And I truly believe, and I know that I say this every week, and I hope you don't tire of me saying it, because I'm going to keep saying it. There will come a time when I won't say it. <laughs> I won't be here to say it, and you better not be here either. <laughs> That's how close we are. I believe the rapture can happen at any time. And then once we are taken out of the way, and the Holy Spirit as the restrainer, is taken out of the way, it's game on, and everything's ready. All you have to do is just flick the switch. This is why we do these updates. This is why we end with the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. It's also why we do, by way of a simple childlike explanation of salvation, the ABCs of salvation. What is the gospel? The gospel is in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 1 through 4. It's also in 1 Thessalonians. It's that Jesus came, He was crucified, He was buried, and He rose again on the third day, and He's coming back again one day. That's the good news of salvation. Because you see, this world is doomed and damned and going to hell. 
And every day people enter into eternity, taking their last breath here and their first breath in eternity. And we're all going to spend eternity somewhere, either in hell or in heaven. The bad news is we've all been sentenced to hell because of sin. The good news is, is that Jesus came and He paid that penalty for us instead of us, so that we could live forever, eternal life with Him in heaven. What are the ABCs? The ABCs are just a simple way to explain to someone salvation. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you're a sinner and in need of the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. You might be a good person, but you'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 sort of packages, if I can say it this way, the bad news first with the good news in one verse. What's the bad news? The wages of sin is death, the death penalty. What's the good news? The good news is the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the A. Here's the B. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised Him from the dead. This is Romans 10, 9 and 10. It says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord. Or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And then lastly, Romans ten thirteen: all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. If you'll just kindly give me two more minutes, I want to share with you an email that we received from an online member. You know, this is, I hope it's an encouragement for you. I know it is for me. We've been doing these ABCs of salvation for well nigh three years now. And we continue to receive testimony after testimony of how people are coming to Christ. As a child, Jesus said, unless you become like a child, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. It's that simple childlike trust coming to Christ. Well, this is a, an email that we received from an online member. He writes, Dearest Pastor J.D., my name is Samuel, and I write from Italy. Through the usage of the ABCs of salvation, I've seen quite a few come to salvation, and I'm blessed to be able to use that tool. As an Ethiopian Italian, I use it in English, Italian, and Amharic, which is the Ethiopian language, along with pointing others to the many other languages available through your website. By the way, this is not the jdfrog.org website yet. We'll get there, but the calvarychapelconeohe.com website. We have 
a link that has all of these translations of the ABCs of salvation in all of these different languages. And you can take your pick. Some of them we have more than one. That's what he's referring to. In one particular case, I administered the gospel to a young Italian man about two years ago. He was open to hearing the ABCs, and I had given him a printed copy to go away with and think about it all. Well, we didn't see each other for quite some time after that, but as God would have it, I came across him about two months ago. He was excited to see me, but was with someone else and told me he wanted to call me and set up a time to talk. Later that day, he called, and we met the following morning. As we talked, I learned that, as only God can, God had been working behind the scenes. Apparently, as of the pandemic and the lockdowns, He was freaked out by everything that was going on globally, and thought that we must already be in the tribulation. Well, long story short, it was the trigger for him fear of missing his opportunity led him to salvation. How wonderful that God is using the growing darkness of these times to lead folks to him. Andrea, the guy, now messages me with encouragement from the scriptures. He has an electronic copy of the ABCs in Italian, and I don't doubt (laughs) that he's spreading it far and wide. And I assure you, that for this sort of thing to take place here in Italy is no easy feat, but God. Longing to meet you in the twinkling of an eye, Samuel Maranatha. I'll take you up on that, Samuel. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I just can't even begin to thank you enough for the gift of salvation, of eternal life. Thank you for making it so childlike simple. Lord, thank you even for everything that's happening in the world, because you're using it to bring people to you. What's meant for evil you as only you can, mean it for good, for the salvation of many this day. Lord, we truly believe that we are so close to that trumpet that's going to sound, and the dead in Christ are going to rise first, and we who are alive and remain will be raptured up, caught up, to meet you in the air, and they're going to be there too. All of those loved ones. We can't wait, Lord. We love you so much, Lord. This is our hope, our only hope, is for you to take us out of this world. So Lord, come quickly. And for anyone that's never called upon you, Lord, I pray that today is the day of their salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. 
All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.